0: Let's go. See, Let's go. still working through the kinks. I know. <laughs> Low budget operation. We try. We try again. they try? Yeah. <laughs> He's better.
1: He go better. <laughs> Just, <yeah. laughs> All right, guys. Today with me, I have my one of my best friends, my best friend from undergrad. I think we, I can say you're wow. my best friend. Yeah,
0: praise. It's right? praise, right, right. <laughs> we went to Dartmouth
1: together, class of 2013. Um, still keep in touch. Talk pretty much every day. Yeah. In the form thanks, of memes. Thanks
0: to memes. You thanks know? to memes. I think memes <laughs> are a natural form of communication. Yeah. My yeah. my go-to form of communication memes and uh, gifts.
1: Word. Word.
0: It's my love language. Word. So I know this
1: guy really well. That's all to say. I know this guy really well. And I wanted to have him on the podcast because, one, he's a character. Two, one of my best friends. Three, we have the best conversations. And I feel like this is a conversation that I've been wanting to have for a long time.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like it's a conversation that we always have, exactly. and now it's just recorded, so I feel like there's a little bit of added pressure there, you know? like, oh, God.
1: No pressure, it's Austerity. not live, yeah, it's not live, we can edit everything. Um, that's, that's also fair. Yeah, so that being said, I want us to kind of just launch into the conversation, and what we're talking about today is balancing your parents' expectations with living your best authentic life.
0: Oh god, not authentic life. Literally. I mean is this like an MBA application? Well here's
1: it we have to add (laughs) (laughs) we have to add authenticity only because it's like I feel like that word means like doing you.
0: Yeah, fair. Right. But I feel like the words also like I mean like living your authentic life is like almost so like trite now it's like played out. You know everyone uses it like for instance like for context, I'm getting my MBA and like almost like every like MBA admissions team is like, who is the authentic you? Word. <laughs> yeah, I the word. I mean So I'm just like, oh God. And then it feels like in this pursuit of authenticity authenticity ah authenticity.
1: That's my bad. Yeah, I messed right, you up playing
0: right.
1: with your mic. <laughs> <laughs> like, well edit,
0: edit, edit. Sorry to interrupt you, go ahead. Um but okay, I feel like in this pursuit of you know, living that authentic life where people try to find out who their authentic self is, mm. then it ends up being, like, almost like people are, like, you know, not actually doing it. Doing, They're just you, trying you. to, like, you know, demonstrate. I hear you know you. what I mean? I hear
1: you.
0: That's what I feel like 2022 is. It's like, oh, yeah, like, this is the authentic me, and it's like, mm-hmm. is it?
1: Bro, yeah. <laughs> no, that's real. That's real. So what's a better word that we could go with?
0: I don't know. I think that's, like the status quo so we'll just stick with it we'll stick with it i saw someone recently say like they are like you know being their true self is, is allowing themselves to evolve mm, which i think that is like you real. know yeah that's real and it's like i feel like that's like that's what it should be like i feel like everyone's trying to find like a static mm, them when that's it's like you're, you're constantly changing you that's know so real yeah and i feel like that's something that i've like try to, like, be open to myself to, like, yeah. allow that to happen. I feel like that's a perfect segue.
1: Yeah. You know, evolution.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, talking about our Dartmouth experience. 100%. You know, uh, 100%. The uh, familial pressures that we feel is, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, Nigerian, Nigerian begin. I don't know. I feel like, at least, like, being in America and also, like, in this era that we're in, mm. you know, like... 2022, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there's Nigerian kids who are in Nigeria who are also feeling this, where it's like Mm -hmm. now you're allowed to just kind of be like, All right, I'm gonna go try to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, and that's probably maybe because of the internet or just you know where we're at as society progresses. And so, uh, while I feel like there is still pressure, Mm -hmm. I think now children are, or you know, kids, whatever. Adults, yeah, (laughs) we're like we're ready to like kind of push back,
1: hundred percent, you know, yeah, yeah, Um,
0: and just kind of do you know what we want to do, yeah, and see how it goes.
1: Yeah, I think also like our parents are being exposed to other ways of yeah making a living. Like for example, when when I when we were young, it was engineer doctor. And then, like, if you were, like, not good, like, you couldn't swing those, then it was, like, lawyer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it wasn't, like, there wasn't a lot of wiggle room. And now what I see is that, like, now parents are, like, have included MBA into that. Oh, like, have they? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like now they're, like, oh, you can do business. Yeah, okay. And yeah, I, and I think yeah. it really just is about, like, if they see that there's earning potential <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah and for then, sure. Pres- like a prestige yeah ad.
0: but and and I don't think that it comes obviously it doesn't come from like a place of like negativity no definitely yeah. not it's a, it comes from a place of them like wanting to see you succeed right 100% you know? and isn't there like a stat where it's like you know um, something like it's like per capita and I don't I'm, I might be wrong and people can know, fact check I know the fact checkers are out there I know right uh, <laughs> oh my goodness but it's like the like per capita yeah. um, number of like either female doctors or doctors in general in America, the Mm -hmm. majority of them are, like, Nigerian.
1: Not surprising. Right? So... Not surprising.
0: And uh, I can double-check, like, exactly what that stat is, but I saw it very recently. And so I think, like, it's just, like, that drive Mm -hmm. for success, Mm -hmm. you know, that fuels... um, that's fueled our parents, especially, like, you know, those who are immigrants to Mm -hmm. come over here, um, you know, leave your country and, like, Mm -hmm. come do something you don't know, like, in a new place and succeed... Mm -hmm. So it's, like, just that fire, Mm -hmm. you know, and so, like, that's what they instill in, like, us, which Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for, you know, like, Mm -hmm. while, you know, obviously there might be times where you're just, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, pressure there Mm -hmm. to, like, not want to let them down, Mm -hmm. Um, ultimately, at the end of the day, I think, like, the output ends up being, like, very, uh, it's tangible, and it's also, like, you know, great for you. You know 100%. what I mean? Like, yeah. like for instance, like you know, it's like, yeah, no, I can't, I can't fail.
1: Yeah, and like, yeah. so you have
0: that like can do right attitude. And you're no, just gonna that's go real. Like, regardless of whatever you put your mind to. It's like I'm gonna succeed in this. That's
1: real. You know, that's real. And I
0: think a lot of people like don't have that. You know what I mean? And so like you know what did jay-z say he's like eight million stories i'm here to make it shitty is a pity happy y'all won't make it you know okay
1: lyric
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> like yeah that's because they don't have the they don't have the want to no that's for they real. don't have the will do that's for real and so like i feel like nigerian parents like instill that in you it's and, like, yeah it's like the same head that they have don't you? oh obviously. my god oh my, my, dad's
1: favorite. <laughs> my dad's favorite thing i'd be like hey dad like i got an a minus i got an a minus you would be like who got the highest.
0: Yeah. The person who got A. How many hairs does he have?
1: Does he have two heads?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know
1: when I knew it was real? You know when I knew it was real? When? And here's the thing is like, it feels like pressure sometimes, but sometimes it's like the best, it's like premium gas.
0: Like they're already gassing you up or already yeah, they're, you?
1: Gassing they're gassing me Gassing. <laughs> like we were watching Obama do give a speech and I was like, bro, like that's amazing. My dad was like, you can't do that.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. You can't fair, do that.
1: Don't have to As You are even better than him. Yeah. Let them wait for you. When Michael You're Strahan, coming.
0: when Michael Strahan retired or, um, yeah, retired from like uh good morning, not good morning America from, uh, um, the morning show with like yeah. uh, Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Um, my dad was like, my dad was like, you should apply there. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at this dude. I was oh like,
1: bro, he was like, <laughs> who's your dealer?
0: Bro? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whatever you're smoking, I'm I want some. A- he was like, he was like, you should apply. Like, he's making forty million. As
1: in, and I was like, I was he's, like you, he's like, what
0: can kind of stop you from doing that? And I was I'm like, telling you, I was like, first of all, I'm uh, not a, a, you know. Super Bowl winning uh, <laughs> defensive end <laughs> and there's that but he really did like he did like and, and, and oh, you're, and oh you're my right God, yeah. it is gassing like, and, like he's like yeah like I could see you on that show 100% like, oh you know what
1: 100% yeah, I
0: could no now, did it happened all the time. I did not apply I didn't you I, gotta
1: check them sometime I,
0: I probably should have applied though you should, maybe you here's gotta,
1: the thing like I wanna know. know what happens if I spend a year just doing everything oh, my dad business. tells. Like, oh, That could can be you a, cool, a book, bro? Uh, yeah. That could like, be a if cool, I just bro. spend a year, like, every time my dad calls me and he's like, and he all, it's always like, I was like, I was watching this man. <laughs> he interviewed one billionaire. <laughs> Send him an email and tell him to interview you. Yeah. You are more qualified than all those people. Dude, I'm like, that could be I'm like, not doing that. Yeah, no. But what if I spend a year?
0: You just know, like doing how people it? like do like things on like TikTok where they're like yeah a series yeah bro It could be a cool uh, I'm telling you yeah like doing everything doing all (laughs) the crazy stuff my parents tell me to do for one year
1: yeah listen I I
0: would watch that listen I
1: feel like that's for real it's like everyone reads that book Rich Dad Poor Dad yeah it's like delusional dad let's go and delusional in the best way yes in the best way delusional dad there's a TikTok, yeah. there's a TikTok that is started going viral like a month ago and still is, and everybody's stitching it. What is with it? their personal stories, and it's this girl in the car and she's saying, Be delusional. Oh. Like all the good things in my life that I have have come from me being super duper delusional. Hmm. And so people are just stitching it and telling their stories of like times where they've been completely delusional and it's worked out in the best possible way.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm just like delusional is like this word that's like a stigma yeah but I think we need to take the stigma off it and be like yeah just reclaim
0: delusional re- reclaim it <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah because I think what that inspires is like you to kind of like take that leap of faith that's outside of your comfort zone yeah you know outside of the authentic box that you exactly. make for yourself exactly <laughs> and just be like hey this, this is something that I would shoot like shoot your shot yes it's like YOLO
1: <laughs> but like positive
0: yeah yeah. You know? I mean, I could, I mean, and, and if we want to tie it back to, you know, kind of what we're talking about today, it's like, I feel like what we as our generation has done is, you know, kind of be delusional about, 100%. like, what our expectations are for our, lives, you know what I mean? 100%. Where it's like, my dad is like, you know, you should go to med school. And I'm like, yeah, is that really for me? I'm like, you know, I want to influence health care, but don't think I want to be in med school. Mm. Guess what? I'm going to go be a healthcare consultant. Mm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, where it's like, he's like, like, to my dad, he's like, that's crazy. Yeah. And and to me, I'm like, man, I'm not going to go to med school. Like what? And I think, yeah. But here's the
1: thing though. Here's where like, we're waking up to something that's very real. Kim Kardashian got more people out of prison in one year then a lot of lawyers get out of prison in their entire lifetime.
0: Okay? Jeez, and everyone and thought she's, she was crazy when she was... Like, <laughs> when she
1: started, everyone's like, sit down, yeah. <laughs> right? But it's like, I feel like it's important to watch things like that when they happen, right?
0: Because it's just like, you can... Influence things that are normally considered outside of your she tweets, and like
1: letters. the governor's like, well, Let me write a letter,
0: yeah. <laughs> bro. <A> state execution. <laughs> <laughs> too
1: soon, too real. It's a wake up call, though. I don't know if you know, like Andrew Schultz, the comedian, yeah, yeah. and like, uh, I don't want to <laughs> say his name wrong, Akash. What <clears throat> well, that out if I just picked her? Do they do thing. like a
0: podcast together?
1: They have a podcast called Flagrant Too. And I'm they sure were, it's like absurd. Oh, it is <laughs> they their Jada and Will episode. Oh god. my god. Is it recent I mean, or uh... it's recent. And Andrew Schultz was like, I'm gonna roast Jada for like a minute and a half. And just went that, off. Yeah. yeah I mean right, so emptied, the the <laughs> yeah. emptied the clip. Yeah. Emptied the clip. But um they were talking about immigrants and being the child of an immigrant. The the guy who's an immigrant mm-hmm. on the show was like Your dad dropped everything at your age and came to like this random country that he's never been to because of like you, which you are essentially either an embryo, a fetus or like an egg that he had never met. Right. Just like the thought of you made him drop everything and turn his life upside down to give you a better shot. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he might've put pressure on you, but it's like. Let's take a step back and, like, think about the gravity of
0: what, they of, did.
1: of what they did. I think
0: also, like, a lot of times the children of immigrants center a conversation on themselves. But yeah. I think also just think, I think they did a, a lot of what they did also out of their own ambition as well. <laughs> okay, you know what more. I mean? You know, like, yeah. everyone's like, oh, they did it for, so I could live a better life." I think maybe that's, like, the millennial, like, angst you yeah know, it's all about me yeah know? yeah but at the same time it's like if you like okay let's say they came over before you were born you know they were doing it because they're like you know because they are ambitious and they're hungry yeah, and they're like yeah. they want to lift themselves up yeah now yeah. obviously they were thinking you know this will be better for my family mm-hmm. down the line but I think also at the same time it's like they just have that like that hunger you yeah know, that will to win yeah um and then I think then they're also thinking, like, I want to do this also as mm. well for, so, you know, so my kids don't have to grow up the same way that I grew up. Mm. So I think there's a little bit of both, you know, yeah. because, like, for instance, like, I see that more with my dad, the older we that like, you know, he's still doing stuff, mm. but he's not like, oh, I'm doing this for my family. He's like, yeah. he's just doing yeah. it, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. like no, He's just real. like nonstop go, yeah you know. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a little bit of that also because, like, to leave your country, leave your friends, leave your family, you're not thinking, oh, this is for my future kids. You're like, yo, I got to go win. Mm, you mm, know? Mm. And so I think then what you see with their kids who are here is, like, they want us to win. But She's we can't speak experience. for all Nigerians. We know?
1: can't. We're just going to speak you from our own experience. Yeah, exactly. And that's I'm saying, like, we're using the word Nigerians because we're Nigerian. And yeah. We're speaking to our experience. Because yeah. and, and I'm giving this disclaimer because, like, every time I say Nigerian something, I get other Africans, like, we do it too, and it's like,
0: yeah,
1: I hear you. I'm just talking about me
0: right
1: yeah. Now, yeah, right? So... Uh,
0: it's, it was definitely, it could be applicable across... Yeah, definitely. Uh, we don't
1: have the market cornered on, yeah. like... You know what I'm <laughs> no. saying? When you find yourself in a place where what you want doesn't align with what their expectations are, mm. that's when a lot of these questions come to the, the forefront. Yeah. And then it becomes, like, an internal struggle. What was it yeah. like... Going into Dartmouth for pre-med, now you're in an MBA program. Like, what was your journey like?
0: How much time do we have?
1: I mean, you can just (laughs) paraphrase it. If there was one conversation with your parents that was like... Oof. Yeah.
0: There has been so many. Um, (laughs) No, I think think that's a salient point, talking about, uh, you know, what happens when there is a disconnect, Mm. right, between... Mm their expectations and uh, uh, and what you want to do, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. what you want to pursue. And I, and I think, um, you know, obviously at Dartmouth, finding that, like, approach, that liberal arts approach to education mm-hmm. is almost anti, antithetical to, uh, like, kind of like pre-med and, you know, pursuit of medicine where yeah. it's like, you know, I feel like with pre-med it's like, Here, do your core classes. Have all your prereqs for the MCAT. Take the MCAT. Then where that clashes with um, kind of like what your parents might expect (laughs) is that they expect you to, like, stay true to that track, the initial track.
1: Exactly. You
0: know, and so when I told my dad that I was no longer pre-med, he was like... Told. Yeah. Wow. But it was like, I had to tell him, like, basically, like, junior year going to senior year. Wow. But that's also when I was like... It's definitely not happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I can't fit all these classes in. I'd have to like go like four classes. So like, I was like, yeah. So I, I was like, I'm not going to be pre-med. And then yeah. he was like, he was like, he was like, so what's your major now? Because I had just switched it from mm. neuroscience mm. to psychology because it's like essentially the same. Mm. At Dartmouth, it's like, neuroscience is effectively the psych major plus mm. all the pre-med mm. prereqs. So once I decided I wasn't going to do the pre-med prereqs, I was done with the psych major, mm. so I told him that I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, um, I'm switching my major. I'm not going to do neuroscience, and I switched to like junior year going to senior year. Why well, I, I just downgraded it to psychology. He's like, psychology. <laughs> that is probably the most poignant conversation that he didn't even say anything else. That was it. Ah. Yeah, it was like, so we we talking about conversations and I like which one stands out, I'm like, oh, there's one, and yeah. it's that one. He's yeah. like.
1: Psychology. yeah and i was just like Whoo! yeah i mean i jumped ship wait wait for you
0: yeah you did like i think it was like well, first of all we did like we both did like the suicide seven yeah which is crazy like yeah. seven terms on yeah on so for people
1: who don't know dartmouth <laughs> has what's called this uh, quarter system yeah and the idea is that you do three quarters at a time on and then take one you're off typically yeah, yeah you're supposed to. Take Take a break
0: to go. I don't
1: know, do an internship yeah, or, or just FSP, which
0: right? Is like foreign study program, right. or, You know, some kind of study abroad. Anything. They're like, get off of campus. Yeah,
1: yeah. And Me that. and this kid <laughs> were like, and go where? Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: we're like, we're just move around door <laughs> the <to> door. <laughs> yeah,
1: so we both did what's called the Suicide Seven, Jesus. which is you're on campus for seven consecutive terms.
0: Yeah. And the I forgot why, I did that. Yeah, the reason why they call it a suicide center is because like you're it's gonna brutal. burn yourself it's out. It's
1: brutal. Why did we do
0: that? I, I, anyway,
1: yeah. my switch came like early, <laughs> so I stopped taking pre med classes by like second term. Wow. And then I mean, I didn't tell my parents that like I wasn't gonna do it anymore. <laughs> that summer, they were like, "All right, we're gonna put you, we're gonna enroll you in classes at Penn." Did I tell you this? No. So they enrolled me in, like, science classes at Penn over the summer.
0: Our freshman summer? Yeah, oh. our freshman
1: summer. So, I mean, I showed up to the first day of class, and I just, like, I almost started crying. I was PTSD. like, bro. And so that, <laughs> like, I think my brother was studying for the, for the, not the, the SATs oh. that summer yeah. as well. And so sense. we would go to this Barnes & Noble to study. Like, that's how we would study for the LSAT. Is our parents would drop us off in the morning and then come pick us up at night
0: for SATs. SATs. Yeah.
1: Did I say LSAT again? Yeah. Sheesh,
0: my God. You're just like so focused, so on, focused LSAT. on LSAT. So focused on LSAT. Yeah, talk about uh,
1: brainwashing.
0: Yeah, want to, win, want to win. You're like, you're going to figure that out. I don't care um, what you're working on, but you're going to be there Oh, my working. God.
1: And it's like neither of us could drive, and it was like in the suburbs.
0: So like we're here. <laughs> we here. here yeah, all yeah.
1: day. <laughs> I mean, it paid off. We both like
0: Got in the crushed
1: those SATs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, that was the routine. And so we were there, and my brother was just watching me, right? And i just come off of this um, debate competition. It was the first debate competition I'd ever done, and I came fourth in a national debate competition. And I loved it. And my brother was watching me with, like, this bio book. And he was like, you hate this stuff. Yeah. Why are you doing it? And I was like, I mean, like, mom and dad, blah, blah, blah. He was like, you've got to tell them that you, like, can't live like this. <laughs> like, he's like, it sucks to watch. And, like, I saw you do this debate thing. And, like, you loved it. It was so much work. But you loved it. You took pride in it. And you enjoyed it. And, like, watching you suffer through this, like, you can't do this for the rest of your life. Yeah. You are 19 years old. Oof. And that was the wake up call, and I was yeah. like, "Bro, I'm I'm going to say something to them tonight." And, he, and I was like, "You have to come with me, though." <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, look, I've got you, I've got your back." We get in there. He doesn't say. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> Nicole, he's just I
0: quiet.
1: tell them, "I'm like, bro, I'm like, mom, dad, like I love you guys, but I, I'm like, I'm suffocating. I can't do it. Like, I can't and do what it." What they say? <sighs> so this part's interesting. My mom's like, "Let's go downstairs." <laughs> Because all the important conversations happen in yeah. their bedroom.
0: Oh, in the bedroom! Oh, yeah, no. yeah. So it, it would—it'd yeah, be like my parents would be. Yeah, my
1: parents would <laughs> like hold court in their bedroom, sitting on the bed, and then you would come. Esther, this is this not true in the old house? You would come into their room while they're on the bed. And then you would like say what you needed, like that's like where the important conversations. Like, so
0: where happen. were you? You were in.
1: I was in their bedroom. Oh, okay.
0: Then she's and like, "Let's go downstairs." Yeah, my mom was like, "Let's go downstairs." <laughs> like timeout.
1: So, <laughs> so we go downstairs, and she's like, "Bring your biology textbook," and we sit in the kitchen. My mom opens to a page in bio in my bio book, and she's like, "Take notes on this page." So I start taking notes. Like writing sentences, organizing them in bullets, and blah blah blah, and she's just watching me quietly the whole time, and then she's like, "Osa, come take notes on this page." Osa draws like a diagram, and like maybe three bullets, and like that's it. My mom turns to my dad and she goes, Fumaya's is not a doctor."
0: Why is that? Because like you. Were she's just like, like
1: Fumaya has a literary mind.
0: No. Uh,
1: she's like it's a difference. She's like. Oh, the way Osa took notes on this is how I would take notes on this. It's and I'm a nurse. Okay. Um, it's how she yeah, would take yeah. on notes on it. And she's a nurse. And she's like, Fumaya just wrote a whole book about like, <laughs> like Word for word. Word for word. <laughs> she's like, she's not a doctor. And I think, like, that just, I mean, that level of wisdom just yeah. has to be, like, that's insight that's that's just a god thing right yeah. like but she pulled the uh, she pulled solomon. the <laughs> <laughs> solomon right that's solomon level problem solving yeah. i literally was like i mean a weight lifted and then they're like they're both healthcare people yeah so they were just like okay so what? even what my next? parents as yeah. Well. yeah they were like what what next so then i started doing like the pre-law classes but you know what's so funny that was it right for me like that's that was a conversation and they supported me 100 percent after that or so i thought (laughs) until like i don't know who did something like one of my younger siblings did something to piss my mom
0: off five years later
1: (laughs) five years later my mom like goes and and that's how we sent two people to datmos for free (laughs) match and they came out with humanities i was like It's
0: Sunday morning. Let's
1: like, stay blessed How did I catch that string? oh
0: yeah, my dad said the same thing. Bro, and it's I so was funny that They were like, "We sent you there. We sent, we you, sent you there, again. and you
1: came back unrelated." Like, Five hey. years.
0: My dad is like, "My dad is like, I would never send anyone to that motherfucker." And, like, and I was like, "Probably better that you don't." Sounds oh, like thinking. we all learned something. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> it's like we we're all change your ways. <laughs>
0: but it's hard to be able to see that at 18, you know? <laughs> that's,
1: and I mean, that's a whole nother conversation that we could do for hours where it's like, yeah. why are we expected to know all of this well, we're at, yeah. at like 18? Yeah. And it's like, they're authorizing 18 year olds to take out ridiculous amounts of money $50,000
0: in loans yeah. for something
1: that it's like, I'm, I may not do this. For, <laughs> you, like, likely won't do this. You know, right? <laughs> like,
0: no, you don't have to do it. You gotta pay off these loans. shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're not going to do Exactly. Boomers. better get that doctor money. See, but
0: I think that's the other thing that it's like, you know, kind of like to bring it full circle. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, maybe even society, or maybe it's the boomers mm-hmm. um, who have put this pressure, you know, on us, like millennials, and, you know, to going back to our millennial angst, um, where it's like, you know, now when we make decisions, there's such a big uh, price tag you know, Mm -hmm. tagged onto it. So it's like, you kind of feel like you have to do something and stick with it. Yeah. Or traditionally that's what it's always been. Right. Yeah. But I feel like now millennials and especially coming out of the pandemic or going into the pandemic, what a lot of people realize is like, man, if I don't want to do this, why should I continue to keep doing it? You know? So like tying it all back and bringing it back to like, pursuing what your authentic self is Mm. people are feeling now like especially coming out of the pandemic they're feeling you know what like even though i'm supposed to you know be practicing if i want to like go you know feed the poor somewhere or start a startup start a healthcare startup like i'm gonna leave and go do that (laughs) yeah versus like this pressure that, like, people have historically felt to just continue to do what Mm. they were supposed to do because Mm. society told them to do it. And so, like, bringing it all together, it's like, now Nigerian kids, like, kids of Nigerian parents, millennials in general, I think, are feeling like, you know what? Now is the moment where it's like, I'm just going to do me. Mm. You know, mm. like I'm gonna start my podcast and mm. like just put it out there, yeah. And I'm gonna quit my job and mm. figure it all out. Mm. You know, and I don't know how sustainable it is, mm. but I think people are finally getting to a point where they're just like, yeah, I'm gonna pursue what actually makes me happy. Mm. I'm gonna go be delusional.
1: Period. Period. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Period. Podcast debut. Hey, you <laughs> know Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Nailed Thank it. You so
1: much. <laughs>